Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2014's The One I Love, directed by Charlie McDowell and starring Elizabeth Moss and Mark Duplass. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I saw Prince of the City. Uh, it's a Sidney Lumet film about uh, police corruption. And it's all based on a true story in which there was this federal investigation into the NYPD back in the 70s. Um, I wish this type of thing happened a lot more often, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, investigations of this type, I should say. Um, But of course, even if it did, you'd still have the problem of of getting anyone to talk on the record um, and testify against their fellow officers, which nobody wants to do. Um, It's a frustrating film because of those factors, but it's also really well made and well acted. And it's a Sidney Lumet movie, so you really can't go wrong. Dude, and you said 70s New York? Man, it it was just right exactly where you want to be. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's awesome. Where'd you watch it? Um, I I got the DVD from Netflix when they still did DVDs. Yeah, and um, like it was amazing because I hadn't returned you stole it. Stole it? Well, I <laughs> thought I'd stolen it, but they told me it's all good. Really? When they stopped the DVD service, they they said if you have DVDs at home, you're fine. We're oh. gonna give these to you. Wow. So a bunch of people like me, you know, had discs left over that they hadn't returned and they just gave them to them completely gratis. That's awesome, man. I remember when I found out you were still doing the DVDs by mail. <laughs> right? It was like it was like 10 years after they started streaming even. Yeah. It was like yeah. they were still going. I didn't even know they did. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful For, service, man. Yeah, it, it was. I um, know. And they, they just decided to not do it anymore because there just weren't enough of me around, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's sad but true. Right. Um, there's other... Ways to watch movies, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's sad. Uh, I'm glad you didn't steal it. No, I did not steal <laughs> it. Exactly. I, my, my conscience is clear. All right. Cool, Dave. <laughs> I watched something on Netflix streaming, actually. Okay. It's called The Devil All the Time. It came out uh, in 2020. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a pretty good cast in it. It's like Tom Holland, you know, uh, Jason Isaacs in it, a uh, bunch, bunch of people you'd recognize. It's about like a poor family in... I guess it's Appalachia or something. I forget where it is, but mm-hmm. um, all this like horrible stuff that happens to this family and all these other people in the town, and it it reminds me of these movies from the '90s, almost like Magnolia, where kind yeah. of, uh, a bunch of different people and like how they all intersect and uh, affect each other's lives, even without realizing it. Yes, it, it's it's kind of like that. There's some voiceover at times, but it's it's a really kind of nihilistic movie mm-hmm. and it, it's it's very violent which might put some people off but i think it has a good message about okay. uh like passed down trauma and abuse of power and faith and things like that okay um i i liked it a lot but it's it's kind of a tough watch i, I don't know if you've seen it or not i have not um, seen it but i would recommend it. it it reminds me of those maybe violent complex films that they used to make almost like taxi driver or something tax taxi driver blows this away but sure. uh it, it goes like that okay yeah. yeah uh pretty good so now let's talk about the one i love dave why don't you give everyone a synopsis uh sure well um you know i'm rarely at a loss for words this early but um uh, to summarize as best i can um uh, <laughs> This is Charlie McDowell and Justin Later's densely layered uh, study of infidelity that employs supernatural elements. And even though there's only three principal actors with speaking roles, uh, this movie goes places emotionally that you're not always prepared for. Um, It's very well written. It's wonderfully acted. And we're going to do our best to guide you through it while not getting lost ourselves. Um, And I have one bit of business to ask of my fellow podcaster before we get started. (laughs) Um, 
we often go back and forth when we explain the plot of a movie using the actors and their characters' names, sometimes like interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, but to prevent us from getting super turned around, <laughs> I think it's important that for, for this one episode, we need to try and stay rigid with Ethan 1 and Ethan 2 and Sophie 1 and Sophie 2. Okay. Um, I guess if we say Ethan and Sophie and we don't append a number, then that'll just be Ethan 1 and Sophie 1. We'll assume it's 1. Yes. Okay. I was going to suggest we say Ethan X and Sophie X at the end, ah. but... I'm I'm good with one and two. Okay, cool. that sounds good. Yes, yes. Um, uh, right. So and and yeah, exactly. So we we know which ones are which. The the, yeah. the, the twos are the doppelgangers we meet at the retreats guest house later. <laughs> yes. And I was gonna tell people to go watch this before we spoil it, but we kind of did, I think. Yeah. Um. So you guys are fine. Whatever. I, I you, you find out really early on what's what's going on here. Yeah. In the exactly. Film. It happens really quick. Yes. Within five to ten minutes. It's it's pretty yeah. pretty fast. Um. It's the whole thing of the movie so yeah. so we're not spoiling it right um but yeah the the movie is essentially mark duplass and elizabeth moss they're a couple they're having issues they go to ted danson who's a therapist um he's in the movie for like two minutes which the first time i watched this film i was like what happened to ted danson mm-hmm. it doesn't matter though because you're stuck with ethan and sophie the whole time and they're wonderful to be around i mean they are maybe not some of the characteristics they have but they're good people to hang with right um and and to see what happens and unfolds um and and mark duplass and elizabeth moss are great actors so you can't go wrong with that i've never not liked them in anything i've done in anything they've done and like i i've just like elizabeth moss i mean i my first exposure to her was probably the west wing like everybody's was Mm -hmm. and then um to see her in mad men later on i mean i was just i i have that whole series on Blu-ray, yeah. you know, with the like the clinking glass, you know, thing that you get with it and everything. And, yeah, <laughs> um, and I just I love Elizabeth Moss and and Mark Duplass. He he's really had an awesome film career. He has, you like, know, he and his brother have they basically invented mumblecore yeah. stuff and a whole and genre, low budget productions that can make tons of money. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he they're brilliant and he, he's a good actor too. Yeah, he is. Um, I kind of get mad at him because he's really good looking and charming I'm like this guy is just so cool he's got it all i know right yeah. <laughs> he gives me in this movie especially gives me the jim halpert vibes from oh, all yeah, he's got the john krasinski thing he's, he does yes he's like manic pixie white boys <laughs> you know <laughs> but anyway they're a couple and they're having troubles and ted danson says hey you know go to this retreat and, and it can help you you know People come back uh, renewed, is what he says, <laughs> and and like we see in their session, like before he gives them the invitation or the retreat, that like they're they're obviously going through this is marriage counseling yes. is what they're going through, yeah. And we find out that Ethan cheated on Sophie, right? And he like. He he does this thing where where they're they're explaining um like what what he tried to do to to they tried to kind of rekindle their romance by, by recreating the first night that they met Yeah, where they snuck into these, these, this, uh, somebody's pool and we, you know, pre- trespassed on property and went swimming and then they got caught. And when they tried to do it this time, they, you know, got in their swimming suits and, and jumped in the pool and the guy wasn't home. Yeah. No, it didn't play out how they remembered it. Right. Which I think is a great way to kick off the film too, yeah. because it's about them. It's about their past and trying to deal with that and then also create a good future for each other. Yes. You know? um, and the movie starts with them stuck in the past, trying to relive it. Right. You know, let's 
make a good future by redoing the same shit we already did. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't grow like that, right? I know, and and it's weird that it's always your first instinct too. Is right. that like you know because because that worked? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so l- let's do that exact same thing again because I mean, and I mean. I, I totally get why why you do it, why I do it, why it's like, you know, it's a proven formula, so let's right, figure it yeah. out again, you know? Yep. Um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Like, hey, let's do this again. Right. But they're trying to use it as a solution to their problems, yeah. not as, hey, let's have a fun d- random date night and recreate this, you know? That's why it was magic the first time, because they, they hadn't planned it, yeah. you know? and. And it's and it's a real great moment for Ethan because like not not a great moment but it's it's a good moment to like <laughs> you show you who you Ethan see who is, he is yeah. yes when like I think Sophie says something like you know uh, uh, we need to stop looking in the past and and start building and he goes and he goes well fine I'll never come up with an idea how about that yeah. is that okay I'm sorry I tried to make a romantic moment I'll never do that again oh dude come on you asshole dude. all right and and then she goes oh don't do that and then the credits pop up the title card pops yeah. up right after that i love it it says the one i love <laughs> it's kind of brilliant it the is. placement yeah it's very cool <laughs> she looks at him like don't fucking start right now come on it's just like <laughs> like when you do that and I, and i'm sure i've done something like that i know i have uh you know at at various in yeah. the relationship I have now or even previous or even just with like friends or family. I, I've, I've been the sarcastic defensive jackass, <laughs> you know, and well, yes. fine. I just won't do that anymore. You know, it's, it's like, well, what, what do you expect when someone, <laughs> when, when you behave that way, is everybody supposed to just like hit their knees and go, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know, yeah. no, I, I mean, uh, you just make yourself look like an idiot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and you've made it worse, you know, like, um, if he had said nothing, he'd be actually golden right now. Right, yeah. You know? <laughs> Ted Danson might not have sent you to this crazy house. <laughs> Dude, okay, so this is my second viewing of the film. I think it's yours, too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, seeing it again reminded me how diabolical Ted Danson's <laughs> character is. I know! I mean, like, you said he's in the movie for two minutes, and you're right. But we And we find out the full scope of, of his misdeeds later, but even without the other couples... Sending even two people to this retreat is bad enough, you know? Um, And he's going to go on doing this to people. He's an arch villain. I want to know. I mean, we'll get into it later when we get there, I guess. But, like, I want to know more about how and why this stuff is happening and how Ted Danson's even involved. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how is he mixed up in this? They watch Becker in the supernatural dimension or something, (laughs) and they're like, hey, let's get that guy to help us. I don't know. (laughs) I, I have a theory that we'll get to later on. It's like, it doesn't actually even really explain anything, but it's right. just like, it's, it's a, a, a guess at how Ted Danson figures into these things. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm very interested to be at that part of the conversation Wonderful. in our future, Dave. Uh, how about We're not going to live in the past. We're going to live in the future. When will then live be now? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> but anyway, they, they arrive at this house um to to work on themselves right Right. it's a couple's retreat essentially and it's a gorgeous place man Mm -hmm. it's this little house in the country i'm not gonna say little it's a good it's a nice house it's a really nice house Uh, in wine country it's a good estate there's there's a guest house on the property there's even like a podcast studio or something (laughs) we should go there dave hell yeah can you imagine what would happen to us though oh my god there's a a second us in there there's dave uh, too and scott too man (laughs) 
you know what, what would happen at the end it would be like the end of this movie and and you'd get this bizarro podcast after it was over it'd be very strange yes, yes it would um but uh, anyway, so they show up, and it's it's gorgeous and beautiful, and they're both kind of like, "Hey, this is this is great," and we actually see them spend you know most of the first evening together mm-hmm. having a pretty good time. Yeah, and it's going really well. They're having a really nice romantic dinner. I mean, like the the mood is set really well. Like they're 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 doing the perfect way to sit as a couple, which is one person on the end and the other person like to their left or whatever. Yeah. So you can talk and you don't have to like you know uh, if you're not sitting across from each other exactly. You're kind of sitting right. on in a corner. You're not side by side, but yeah. you're not across. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's it's more intimate, and they're actually sparking some kind of reconnection. You can see it happening. Yes. Um, they're laughing and and you know and yes. she's finding him uh, appealing to be around. Right. Yeah. They're know? actually liking each other's company. Yes. <laughs> they're not fighting. Right. <laughs> so it, it's it's working. You know. And sometimes it does take a a change of scenery to kind of kickstart some things like this to yes. happen. And it, it'll creates good dialogue and stuff. They're they know they have issues and they're talking to a therapist about it, which is good. They're actually it's all out in the air and they're discussing it openly, right. which is good. And even here throughout the movie, they are talking about things as it goes on. But a lot of other stuff starts happening, too. Um, And the end of the night actually ends on a different note. Elizabeth Moss goes out into the guest house and... Sophie won. Yes. Sophie won. Thanks, Dave. (laughs) She goes into the guest house and then uh, Mark Duplass shows up. We don't know yet, but it's Ethan, too. Mark Duplass shows up behind her like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, he doesn't have his glasses on at this moment, with his, which is kind of a subtle indicator to the audience that, hey, that's not, something's different about right. him. We don't know what it is yet, but something's different. Um, and they start having a good time. He even talks to her. He's like, hey, I'm glad we came here. It makes me excited about us again. He's kind of saying all the things he wants to hear mm-hmm. in this moment. And they end up making love in the guest house. And Ethan says, hey, Ethan, too, says, hey, let's sleep here tonight. And she says, "Okay, I'll go back and get my clothes. So she leaves the guest house, goes to the main house. And Ethan, one, is sleeping on the couch. She thinks it's just one Ethan throughout the whole thing. She thinks it's him. We don't know it's a duplicate guy yet. Right. right? Nobody nobody knows anything yet. So she's like, "Okay, that's weird. How did he get here so fast? And he's pretending to be asleep on the couch after we just had this romantic evening in the guest house. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, like, there's almost nothing even today written online about this. You know, like, as far as just, like, if you just Google it and it comes up, there's not a bunch of spoilers, like, right on the front page. Right. You know, no one goes in knowing about the the bizarro versions of the two actors. Right. And... Go ahead. uh, Like, when you described Ethan 2 in the guest house, like... You don't expect it to be Ethan too. You just think that this is yeah, the same. You don't guy. know what's happening, but at he all. is acting very strangely. He's acting very unlike what we just saw, even at the dinner when he was being nice. He's his whole everything about him is his, different. His demeanor's changed. Yes. he's holding himself differently. I wrote down in my notes like the the doppelganger versions are just always like a little sexier. You yes. know, they're always a little more enticing. Yes. They're always nicer, right? Or they're more appealing to you. Who's yep. seeing them? Right, they're just more idealized. Really, it's, they're the it's, ideal versions. Yeah, it's the per, it's like the person that, that appealed to you so much, then you fell in love with them, and you just like 
you became obsessed and, and like they can do no wrong. And, uh, and this version of Ethan, like even in the, like he's in the shadow kind of, and he just, the way he greets her, he just turns yeah. and goes, Hey, <laughs> and, and it's like, she just turns around. She's just like, and her whole demeanor changes like, Oh my gosh. You know? Yeah. She turns around and sees this like dapper man standing yes. there. Wow. Yes. Who is this guy? Exactly. Who like, it's not that, that, that timid guy who, who I just had dinner with. Um, this is like a, a sexy, exciting man. <laughs> You know, and, and, yeah, crazy. And it's the same actor yeah. who, who did nothing except tossled his hair a bit and put yeah. on glasses. Yep. Um, so she kind of calls him out on the couch like, hey, how'd you get here so fast? I think initially she's like, haha, funny joke. Yeah, right. Right. And then she's like, no, wait, really? How'd you get here? What are you doing? How did you beat me here? Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? He has the glasses on again, by yep. the way. Yep. <laughs> he's like, I've been sleeping on the couch the whole time. And she's like, well, whatever. And she's like, you don't. He says, why are you sweaty? And she's like, you really don't. How dare you? Yeah. We just had sex. Right. And he's like, what? No, we didn't. What are you talking about? And, you know, they, they get in an argument over this thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's, the night's ruined, I guess. Exactly. Because she's like, why, why yeah. would you joke about this? You know, this isn't funny. Why are you doing this? You know, um, and it's it's more like. Like, just some bullshit stunt he's pulling is how she's taking it. Yeah. You know? Right? And he ultimately sleeps in the on the couch in the guest room or, or in the, the guest house. He yeah. leaves, you know? And then he wakes up to the smell of bacon and eggs <laughs> that Sophie is making. Sophie, too. Well, okay, but actually Sophie, too, woke him before the bacon and eggs because, ah, like, she yeah. he woke up she to She lays her, on him. She laid on top of him while he yeah. was on the couch and, and was all apologetic. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. Oh, that that's you're right. This was stupid. Why are we fighting? Um, yeah. And there's no lovemaking, but there is, like, a, a very much, like, oh, this is nice. You yeah. Know? Um, and, like you said about the other... Per, the the number two version of each person is like i think i think mark duplass says it at one point 20 percent cooler you yeah know? right <laughs> uh and you can add sexier they're, to that they're too. just better yeah 20 exactly. percent better yep mm -hmm. at one point he even tells when he's arguing with sophie one he's like is he, he's like the perfect version of me yeah and she says he is you <laughs> yes. you know i know at one point i know which is a good it's a huge debate right like is a philosophical thing is that is that actually him yeah. like if they're behaving so differently and she's attracted to this guy more so than you is that really him is it not it's it's a great concept to ponder i know and and you like it's hard to take notes on this movie because you're gonna have to really pay close attention <laughs> you know um everything you see and it doesn't even that even watching really closely doesn't always work yeah. You know, because uh, just like the characters, you can't believe your own eyes sometimes. Yeah. And like what's great is that because there's a manageable number of characters, you never truly get lost. But if you start philosophizing like you just did, forget it. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed. Exactly. Man. You, you will go down such a like a dark hole. And like I don't mean dark meaning like, you know, disturbing, but it'll just be like trying to ponder and trying to like put yourself in this scenario. I mean, like. You you can't predict anything, uh -huh. and what you do predict doesn't come true, um, and it won't make any sense in the end. Right. Yep. <laughs> it, it's it's a it's, hard place to get to. It's it's incredibly well written. 
and directed and the whole movie is incredibly well made. Yes. Um and the the scene when he does wake up and she makes him breakfast. She's making bacon and eggs like I said and he's like, "Well, you hate it when I eat bacon." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, yeah, whatever. I just thought I'd make it, you know." Uh-huh. So she's making him his favorite food that the Sophie one despises, yes. you know. So it's the ideal version of Sophie for him. Yeah. And he brings up the fight, like, hey, you know, that was a weird fight we had. Maybe it was some bad pot or something. I don't know. But how about we just move past it? And she's like, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's just one of those things. Let's forget about it. Uh-huh. And then he keeps kind of pressing because this is personality, I guess. Like, it was kind of really weird, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> so did did you do, like, what happened? And he just keeps pushing it. And she kind of won't explain it to him and kind of keeps trying to brush it away. It's really interesting to see how differently he acts like how ethan one acts with sophie two how he responds yes yeah versus the way sophie one responds to ethan two right like when ethan two turns on the charm that's it like sophie one is just like oh it's on you know and and like with him with with ethan one He's not buying it at all. Right. Like, he still thinks that Sophie 2, at this point, he doesn't know that, like, Sophie 2 is Sophie 2. Right. He just he thinks, thinks that he's her. talking to his wife. Um, and I, I guess that explains his behavior in this moment. But even later on, he still, like, continues the interrogation. Yeah. He doesn't, like, let himself enjoy one minute of it. Right. You and know? I, I think that's, like, Ethan and Sophie have different reactions to him, right? Mm-hmm. And it's reflective of their real true personalities, I guess. Yeah. Like, Cause Ethan is very analytical and kind of almost has to be in charge. It seems yeah, ways, or at freak. least have control or understanding of what's happening. Yes. He's that very analytical. At one point, Elizabeth Mossy is even like, dude, remember when you uh, explained how the magician did all the tricks to me oh, and ruined yeah. it? Yes. That's what you're doing with this. <laughs> I, I mean, and you can see Ethan doing that. Yeah. Right. You know, like, like that's his time. personality. Yes. Um, and Sophie just wants that, handsome sexy man back yes that, that she used to just fawn over <laughs> right <laughs> so he he ends up leaving to go to the main house right and he sees sophie one in there and is like wait what the heck what, aren't you back there like what's going on yeah and together they go down to the house he's like look you were making breakfast and it's all cleared out like nothing's in there it's empty like nothing happened yep yep <laughs> And then they both kind of realize something weird is happening because they've seen each other, but everyone's claiming that that didn't happen. (laughs) And Ethan's analytical, you know, investigative mind starts working and he's like, all right, um, I'm going to, I'm going to go in and you're going to stay here and then you're going to go in and I'm going to stay here and see what happens. Yep. And, um, I don't know how he logically jumps to this conclusion, but I, I buy it. Yeah, I, buy I, it. I think it's a good plan because um, I guess he he realizes that like the only the only time the other person saw the other person was when they were apart. Right. So let's let's test this out. Yep. So he goes in and Sophie too is in there taking a shower. Yeah. She's like, "Hey, can you hand me a towel?" And then <laughs> it cuts to Ethan one walking out, and he's like, "You're in there. I just gave you a towel." <laughs> <laughs> and then. Sophie one's like, what? And then she goes in and sees Ethan two doing (laughs) sit-ups. It's so perfect. I mean, like, regardless of every time you walk into that house, you're going to see your partner, 
like we keep using the word idealized, but like it's, it's different levels of idealized. It's like, you know, it's not always the same idealized version. It's, right. it's like just always something kind of good. Someone's doing sit-ups. Someone's <laughs> taking a sexy shower, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's the, the, the little things that the person like loves or misses about yeah. their, the partner. Yeah. Uh, it starts to manifest because either they miss it or it, it's something that they know is what they want. Yes. Or something that doesn't happen and they want it to happen. Right. Right. And finding someone desirable after being with them for a long time, um, you know, it's it's something everybody struggles with. Right. Yep. And when you like see the other person all of a sudden in a brand new light and, and that original spark is there again. Of course you just like, I mean, when you're someone who's passionate, like Sophie is, yeah. Um, you want to give yourself to it yep. when you are afraid of the passion, like Ethan is, uh, you are highly suspect, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's really fascinating to watch how, how the two people with the same intelligence level, how their minds work completely differently. Yeah. It's, and that's what creates the tension of the film. Yep. Is how they each behave differently towards this. Right. Um, and while Sophie one is in there, <laughs> Ethan one is like snooping through the window and like, yes. <laughs> what's going on? He tries to open the door, can't get in. So they realized, you know, if one person is in there, the other person can't get in. Yeah. It's, it's oh, like locked. Yeah. Yes. It's an Im- impossibility. He even throws a rock at the window and it bounces off. Exactly. <laughs> like it goes yes. Like, yeah. It's this gigantic, like, uh, I mean, he digs it out of the ground, you know, yeah. and, and he just throws it at this glass, this flimsy looking door and, and it, nothing happens. <laughs> it just rip bounces right off. <laughs> right. I think he even says something like shit or <laughs> of course, something like that. Right. <laughs> And then they, they decide like in that moment, okay, we got to get out of here. Like that's their first instinct. Yep. You know, they both leave. They they go to a diner and they're talking about it. And it's kind of the best move they make as far as like in that moment, they're just like, okay, this is too weird. Let's go. But then when they're sitting at the diner, they, I I think they try to make a deal where they're going to like try and forget about it. Yeah. That's what they say at first. Yes. And that is Ethan's idea. Yes. He's like, you know what? We'll just leave. Forget about it. Never think about it again. Won't mention it. You know, we'll be fine. Right. Of course, that's not going to work, Ethan. He thinks he's in sphere. <laughs> right. You yeah. Know? Right. And, and you can't do it. <laughs> this is impossible. You can't just forget this happened. Yes. You, you know? can't. <laughs> and Sophie, to her credit, is like, these are Sophie and Ethan one, everybody. The real ones. Well, we can call them the real ones, <laughs> yes, I guess. I yes. don't know. But um, she's like, I can't. It's not going to work. No. I can't do it. Like, she sits there in silence for like. A couple seconds, and then you can see her just bubbling up like, no, fuck, no, we can't do that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and she's like, well, we could always do something else. Like, explore it. <laughs> explore it further. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And at this moment, you can you can really tell they each have kind of different intentions yes. with this like she has already made love to Ethan too. Yes. And she's kind of infatuated with it. Right. And you can see that like Elizabeth Moss gives a great performance here with trying to hide this, these feelings, but not doing a good job at it. <laughs> I mean, because we're onto her from the jump, like yeah. through the whole movie. Exactly. Like, yes. Even when Ethan one is like asking her about stuff, she's like lying through her teeth to yeah. him. Basically like, no, of course not. No. Yeah. You're, you're the best one. <laughs> no, it's obviously you're lying. <laughs> I that's some of my favorite <laughs> acting is when actors do that. Uh-huh. 
because it's so difficult to do it authentically. When they lie? Yeah. The character lies? To to lie and make it not a believable lie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Try to pass off what's clearly untrue. Try to pass off a lie, but be bad at it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's the intent. And and I love that too, like like the like later on when they get when they decide to go back to the house and they're having dinner together like out on the on the terrace. Mm-hmm. And um I think I think that Ethan one is trying to like figure out like like trying to kind of grilling Sophie in a friendly way, but yeah. like saying kind of just like, What do you like about this guy so much? You know, um and she yeah. she tries to she's at this point she's actually starting to be honest with him. But like she's still holding back. It's right. it's not fully yeah. the truth. But she 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 looks at his hair and she goes, "It's it's beachy." Yeah, it's beachy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He goes beachy, and and she says, "Yeah, I, I I can't really explain it other than like it's just you know like." Uh, Mark Duplass has a conservative male haircut. Yeah, it's a little side part yes. kind of thing. And when he wears his spectacles there, he really does look buttoned up and kind yeah. of a, like, not quite a tight ass, but I'm sure if he has that personality to go with it, that's how it's going to come off. Right. You know, and... Uh, the, and Ethan, too, is more casual. Like, he's got the floppy hair. Yes. And he's not wearing the glasses. He's wearing, like, a nice fitting t-shirt. You know, he, he looks looks great. Yeah. He looks like he's from California. Yes, he and does. And he looks like laid back. He looks beachy. He does. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And like, I, I think that when they first get back to the to the house, before they have that dinner, um, they, they make a deal that they're going to like each get some time in there. Yeah. And so like Sophie won, like is ready to take her turn. So she goes into the house and the first thing she sees is Ethan two painting her picture. Yes, yeah, a portrait. <laughs> you know, a full like portrait of Elizabeth Moss. And yeah. when he when he backs away from it, he stands there looking all cool and like she's impressed, but she also he's like just be honest. Tell me tell me and she yeah. she is honest with him about the the yep. rendering. It it doesn't quite look like her. She says I look severe. Yeah. Um, and she does. And yeah, and he he responds to it with some like perfect quip. Yep. That just makes her so happy, Man. you know. Man. It's one of my favorite like moments of Doppelganger, you know, Ethan too. Yes. When he says like you can be honest, I can handle the criticism. That's something Ethan one cannot do. It's yes. It yes. is so important to Sophie one right. that Ethan one had that feature and maybe he did at one point but he doesn't anymore he must have because i mean she fell in love with him you know like that he must have had that at one point he must have been ethan too when they met you know yeah yeah um which is it's impossible to to think about like even us and like not knowing them but like you you try to and it's crazy because it's the same actor (laughs) but you try to picture the two people and you can't yeah you know because they are totally they're they're entirely separate characters it's great dude you know it's wonderful <laughs> um and, and before sophie went in i think ethan went in and like was kind of questioning to kind of feel the situation and he came out and they set some ground rules like yes like uh no no intimacy you know no, physical no, no sex right no kissing that kind of stuff no spying was no also sp- another one <laughs> <No> spying <laughs> that's right <laughs> and if um no spying and being honest with each other yes. right like so, so those are like the big things. And I think they also agreed, like, if one of us wants to quit and leave, we're going to both do it. Yeah. Uh, so those are the rules. Yep. And immediately Sophie gets this portrait painted of her in a perfect joke. And she's just like tempted to break these rules immediately. 
And it's and, and, yeah. and he like makes her a mimosa or yes. something. Oh. They, and they sit together on the stairs like really like side by side. I mean like um and it, it's it's like a first it's like a second date. Yeah. Kind of. You know, where, yeah. where you're really getting to know each other. And like there's bits of nervousness and like fumbling around, like, yeah. you know, because you know, she wants to kiss him and he and he's like looking at her very, you know, sensitively. Yeah. And it's obvious that moment where you're going to kiss, and she kind of goes, <clears throat> and she she remembers the deal they made. Yeah. Yep. You know, and she she honors the deal in that moment. Yes. You know, um, but you know, <laughs> it doesn't take too long. No, not really. Uh, for you know, look, uh, Sophie one did sleep with Ethan two the night before, but, but she thought it was Ethan one. She it, did. To be fair, exactly. To be she, fair, she was a hundred percent in the dark about who this was. Yes. And what's most worrisome to Ethan one is that his wife is having the dreaded emotional affair. Oh, yeah. You know, um, a lot of people rightly fear this more than a sexual encounter because it shows that your partner has made a real connection with someone else. Um, You know, if 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 your partner comes home uh, and and they they say, oh, I was just talking to so and so. And and, and there's all these like book recommendations and films you must see. (laughs) I mean, that's a red flag. Right. You know? Yeah. Yep. And then you see that person and you're like, wow. (laughs) What a gorgeous looking person. I know. They, they're, they're impossibly good Of course, good they're looking. the most incredibly handsome, yes. incredibly beautiful, most amazing person in the world. <laughs> they know more about cinema than I do. They, they have great jokes and, uh, and personal hygiene. Oh, God. Just, <laughs> it's a superpower. It never fails. And yep. you can't win. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now, imagine that was going on, but it was you. Yeah. You know? It was a version of you that you're not. Uh, I, it's it's hard to wrap your mind. It's around. tough because, you know, I could never be another person, right? Right. Like even even as amazing as they are, I could never be that person. But I could always be me, right? But I can't be that version of me. That's got to be so frustrating. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and if I try to be that other person, um. It's like the, she's going to be able to see the strings. Right. I'm faking it. Yeah. You know, yep. you can, it change takes a long time. Right. Like true change. You can put on a face, you can put on a smile, but until there's actually real grounded, like intent and, um, until it becomes you, you yes. know, it's, it's an act almost. Yes. Uh, it takes time for that stuff to happen. Right. So you can't just instantly be beachy Ethan. <laughs> You can try, but it's going to take a long time. Exactly. I know. I know it's going to take me a while to become Beachy Dave. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. Work on it. Work on it. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah. Um, so she gets a massage from him instead of a kiss. Yes. <laughs> He's rubbing her shoulders, and then she's not breaking the rules. Technically, I guess. Although no intimacy, I, I would mean, count this as intimacy. And I mean, yeah, it's but. it's it is something. It's laying of the hands in a familiar <laughs> yes. way. Yes, yes. But then Ethan also breaks the rules because he's spying through the window. Which you know, and he just like <laughs> it. It took them ten minutes to break the rules, both of them. Yeah, Ethan more so because like Ethan can't be trusted in any situation, um, and he's like, he goes back to the main house when when Sophie goes in, and he's like sitting there pretending he's reading. 
Like, like he, and he, I think he's got his, his timer on his phone going. Yeah. They're supposed to like take turns every 15 minutes every 15 or something. Minutes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's been like over 20 minutes. Now. Right. It's so childish too the way he's spying on her. Mm-hmm. Like, um, he's sort of skulking around the house. It's like he's peeking into a candy store winner yes. window. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 and I mean like, and yeah, he's, he's behaving like a five-year-old. Yep. And because that's what he is in many ways. <laughs> and, and when he yes. sees her, I, I, it was the biggest laugh in the movie for me when yeah. that, that shot of Elizabeth Moss being massaged on the neck. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, oh, I know. She's oh. just in ecstasy, you know? <laughs> right. It's so good. When's the last time Ethan One did this? Uh, 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yep. Oh, man. Right. It was when um, they were dating. And because of his infidelity, she probably doesn't want him to touch her that much and he like i'm 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 sure she does yes but when you know that your partner has been with someone else it's kind of tainted a little bit absolutely at least for a while yes i don't know how long ago they said it was in this maybe a year or more i have no idea right um um i know she's getting what she needs from ethan too yes and i mean yeah Ethan one cheated on his wife, you know, and I mean, infidelity affects a lot of people. And even though one person commits the offense and has to make amends, there's still like complexities to sort out where the, the person who was cheated on, like now feels that they have to work on themselves, you know, cause yeah. they, they, they feel humiliated and, and, and bruised obviously. Um, right. But even when people can get through it, like you said, I mean, does the wound ever really close? I, I doubt it. Right. Completely. Yeah. It's always there. At least there's a scar. Yeah. You know? And it seems like every time the other person annoys you even a little bit, that's the first thing you're going to think of. Yeah. You know? Right. And I know that you're supposed to, like, we're supposed to have a forgiving nature. We're supposed to, you know, like, uh, like true forgiveness is, is what we're supposed to aspire to. Yeah. But, like, can you achieve it? I don't know. Yeah. Even if it's, even if it's not so where it's just like a, some little annoyance, if it, if they did something like really, if they got drunk or behaved badly or, or yeah. humiliated you in some way. I mean like that, that's the first, Oh my God, why am I with this person? Right. They cheated on me. They, they betrayed me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like trust is one of the most important things you yes. can have between two people. Yes, of course. And, and it's one of the most difficult things to repair. It, it really is almost impossible. Yeah. yeah. Once it's broken. Um, and I guess there could be like different levels of the severity that yeah. of the trust you've broken. Yeah. Uh, and that's all based on each individual and how they feel. But yeah, like it's hard even at a base level to get that back. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And that's what she's try- trying to do. And this Ethan two guy is, <laughs> is making her trust him. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, it's so weird too, because like Ethan two, Ethan two knows he's married to, you know, Sophie. Yeah. We don't know that yet. Right. Right. Like at this point in the film, as an audience, we just think it's some other reflection of him. Yeah, it's some, actually it's an him, apparition. But right. we find out pretty soon, like, yeah, uh, that it's actually some other entity that knows it's not him. <laughs> Which is kind of cool, yeah. which is a twist you don't see coming. And that part of the twist is like, makes you rethink every encounter they had before right. too. It like, makes it almost frightening and malicious. Yeah. 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 Completely changes everything. Yeah. And like, man, and, and the, the, the weird thing is too, is that like all we've been talking so much about Ethan too, because Sophie too, like, just like in 
the, the marriage of the ones feels like an afterthought sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's not paid attention to Ethan one, like doesn't kind of like almost avoids contact with Sophie too. He's always trying to leave. He's always like, you know, uh, she's, right. she'll be like, so what are your, what are your plans for today? Oh, I'm going to go on a hike. Yeah. Um, you know, and she, and she goes, well, uh, you can certainly do that. I mean, I'll, I don't I'll have just, to go. I'll just stay here. I'll just stay here and read. Yeah. You because sure about they can, that? They can't leave the guest house. Right. Apparently. The, 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 the number twos, they can't escape the guest house. Right. Um, so, you know, he's like, well, I'm going to leave. Cause he knows that she can't follow him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he's just like, he's, he's spying on his wife and then he's being, he's not treating his, his other wife so great either <laughs> wife too right um i can see that though because he is like we've said he has a different reaction to this yeah. than sophie one does um he's like he i guess he's afraid of it in a way like he's not ready to just like accept it all like no he's very wary of the situation and he's not gonna get sucked into some weird crazy dimensions like <laughs> time portal whatever this is yeah trap type thing (laughs) of course and i mean like you're you're right and like i'm certainly never i'm not as mad at mark duplass in this movie as i am at like christian and midsommar oh you know obviously i don't there's many people who can't achieve that level (laughs) (laughs) that that, you're right that that is like a a, uh that is pantheon level assholery that goes on in that movie yes i if I, I rarely want someone to be stuffed into a bear's corpse and burnt alive, <laughs> right. but he deserved it. He managed to make you have those feelings. Yes. I hope you're happy, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, e- Ethan is just like, I, I, I kind of find myself kind of just going, oh, come on, Ethan. You know, yeah. like it's kind of, dude, just, just calm down. You but know, also going back to his like deceitfulness, he even, he plants a, a recording phone in the guest house so he can record his wife's conversations with the other him it i mean kind of a douche move come on you're breaking every rule i mean i mean they've already broken all the rules anyway like he's like what what else okay yeah i guess that's kind of symbolic of their relationship how it is now or even before it was just like do what do what you want don't follow the rules that you have set for each other or or established a, a groundwork of trust or love. Just do whatever you want. Just do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Of course. So, so he continues to do it. Yep. And when he gets that phone later, like it's just a bunch of like weird, like signals and stuff. <laughs> like yeah. A satellite radio signal. Like. It, or it doesn't register on, on a mortal's iPhone. Right. You know? yeah. I, the iPhone doesn't have an app for that yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, this really is one of the best studies of like male insecurity I've ever seen. Yeah. You know? it's um, definitely right. I mean, self doubt and uncertainty seems to be like, it seems to drive every move Ethan makes. Yeah. You know, and um, Sophie one married him and stayed with him even after he cheated on her. And now he's afraid of losing her to, a better version of himself. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like it's almost like Ethan too is manifest out of the 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 really terrible part of like Ethan one's id, and it reminds me of possession in that way. Ah, you know, yeah. Uh, remember that 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 uh, green eyed Sam Neil oh at the end. Oh my gosh, like, I can't forget. <laughs> yes, exactly. Dude. Out of fear and lust. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 Who is the 
this handsome, <laughs> terrifying ghost. <laughs> yes. Um, dude. Oh. But yeah, he's he's something. Right. And um, Elizabeth Moss, she has a great... It's This kind of like touches on what you just said. Like, there's a scene when she has those Russian dolls. Oh, man. And yes. she's, yes. you know, taking them out of each other and opening them like... I mean, it's definitely, it's a metaphor for like the different people that are inside of us, yes. right? Like, and there's so many layers and levels and like, who is this person? Who is this person? We're all the same. Yes. We're all one person, but there's so many different individuals that combine to make us. I know. Um, and she, like her favorite one is the little tiny one on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my favorite too. Yeah. But is that like the core of who you are is that's what's important. Like that's the most important thing to her is that like perfect little core that everything else comes from i mean that's maybe that's the trust yeah yeah maybe that's there the it trust. is yeah it's it's probably the most if if you think of it as like it's a baby then a baby is the most trusting human right yeah you know? that's why they're so vulnerable you know when, when you have like a uh, betrayed that i guess that that baby at the end of your nesting doll i mean you know yeah you, you've done wrong <laughs> and it's also the nesting doll of course is a metaphor for just the movie itself yeah. You know, um, I mean, like, this movie will do that to you. It's it's four people, two actors <laughs> playing four people. And, and, like, we go down, like, into so many different, uh, so I mean, blind corners everywhere. You right. Know? Um, such a simple, it's like such a simple premise almost. Yes. Like, we, we're going to get two actors, and they're going to play two versions of themselves, and it's all going to be in one setting. You know, kind of kind of easy, simple. Yeah. It's low budget, right. and it makes sense. But the way it's written and structured and the corners you're talking about, the twists and turns, yeah. they are not what you expect. None <laughs> right. of it is. So you can be like, okay, so like, what's going to happen here? Yeah, I kind of, I know what's going to happen. No, you don't. Right. You don't have a single clue what's about to happen. <laughs> you're, absolutely, man. It keeps you guessing through the whole thing. You know, and even if somebody listens to this, having never seen the movie and then they start sit down and watch it, like having heard us talk about it, yeah. it's going to be totally different for them. Yeah. You know, they're going to experience it the same way we did. And you know? I would say watching it a second time made it even better. Yeah. Because it's one of those films where you can pick up little things if you watch it on multiple viewings yeah. and um, knowing like Ted Danson the way he's saying things at the yes. beginning, I'm like, Oh, I know, I know yeah, what's going yeah, on now. Yeah, like he's kind of in on it more. Yes. And like, yeah, you can like pick up on the details, which are really sweet. Yes. Um, and it's not necessary, but it just makes you appreciate the craftsmanship of yep. the story. Yep. It works kind of with any movie or good book to do it a sec, to go through it a second time. Yeah. But especially so on this one, because you're, you're sitting there smirking when Ted Danson's talking. Cause you're just like, I know what you're doing, dude. I know what you're up to, you know? <laughs> oh man. Ted Danson. <laughs> yep. Um, so she, um, she goes back in and plays tic-tac-toe with, uh, Ethan too. Yeah. And they have sex. <laughs> She breaks the rules again. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> very simplified scene, yes. but it's a lot more than that. <laughs> but it's all the same things we've been talking about, right? Yeah. Like he's there, he's charming and handsome and he's flirting with her and they're flirting together. And then, you know, she succumbs to it. Right. She, she's like, I'm not playing by these rules anymore. This is what I want. Um, which is crazy. Like, they get into an argument later, Ethan won and Sophie won, and 
he's saying, don't you think it's weird? And she's like, it's not weird to me. It right. doesn't feel weird. Right. It feels like you. And that's not how he feels. He thinks it's super strange, yes. all this stuff. Um, so she's just giving into it. She's, she's, it's here. It's happening. She can't explain it. She's just going for it. Yes. It, it sucks to say this because I, I, I hate that I identify more with Mark or, or more with Ethan, yeah. I should say. I, I guess if I was in the situation, I, I would I would get jealous really easily. I probably you know? would too. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'd be kind of like, it, it, it's weird that, that Sophie can, can do this, can, can just like completely like detach from, from, from Ethan one and right. go fall in love every day with this other guy. Maybe this is kind of like there was a, some kind of roadblock from her to leave Ethan one because of his infidelity. Yeah. And now this has happened and it kind of kind of cleared the roadway and it now she's triggered that uh flight response. Yes. And yes. it just so happens to be a doppelganger of her husband, which is so crazy because like the doppelganger also cheated on her. Like like when she she confronts Ethan too yeah. about the infidelity. Yeah. And just says full on why did you cheat on me and he explains it in like the most Perfect. sensitive best oh. way. He says he lashed out instead of trying to communicate, you know, she had every right to give up on him and, but she didn't. And just says all the things she wants to hear that Ethan one never said. Yep. Um, yep. and she's just, this is who she wants now. This is the man she wants. It's her idealized husband. Why, why would she want to go back to her other husband who cheated on her? Who's kind of an asshole now. Yeah. And not as fun as he used to be. Right. Right. Why not go to this awesome dude, the beachy guy? <laughs> I mean, you always want the beachy guy. <laughs> that's that's a fact. <laughs> and there's also another moment of Ethan's untrustworthiness where he sneaks into he he lies to Sophie saying, "Hey, I'm going to go to the store. Do you want to come with me?" Knowing well enough that she's going to say no and go into the the guest house, right? Right. So he plants this, he drives down the driveway, gets out of the car, and sneaks back to the guest house because he knows that's where she's going as soon as he's out of town. <laughs> and we've established you can't open the doors if someone else is in there. Yeah. So she's not in there yet. So he opens the door to, like, the bedroom, like, the side door or something, right when she opens the front door. So they both enter at the same time. He times it perfectly. Yes. So it's both Ethan one and Sophie one. But Sophie one thinks it's Ethan two. Yep. And they talk and uh, I guess have a good moment. And then they have sex together. When he gets in there right at the moment where she comes in, he has, he has messed up his hair perfectly and, yeah. and got and ditched his glasses. Yep. And he's standing there like, like against the, 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 the table yeah, yeah. trying to pose as Ethan two. Right. Like, be cool. <laughs> and she comes in. And he goes, hey, uh, I, I was doing sit-ups. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she looks at him all weird like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, nothing. I was just doing sit-ups. <laughs> yeah, it's so good, man. Man. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, and look, of all of every wrong thing Ethan did in his relationship, posing as Ethan too, in order to spy on his wife and then seduce her under false pretenses. Um, it's pretty low. Yeah, it's it's pretty awful. Yeah. And he did it as a test for her, I guess, too, because he suspected she's cheating on him. Yeah. With Ethan, too. Yes. 
right? <laughs> God, and I mean, this guy's subterfuge I, is it, ridiculous. It just really is. It, it's <laughs> it's impressive that, that he could get this far up his own ass. You know, um, yeah, almost know? literally. Yes, he is exactly. <laughs> it's, he's shunting himself emotionally, and like, and I mean, I know that. Ethan one and Sophie one had the arrangement where there'd be no funny business that that was established. Right. Um, but it had already happened unknowingly for Sophie one. Yeah. Um, and he knows, and obviously yes, Sophie one is making time with Ethan two. It, it's, it's established. Right. It, it's happening, but like th- there's, there's good reasons for it. And yep. if, if Ethan one would, I guess like, see what's going on with Sophie two and Sophie one, he'd be a lot better off and he'd like maybe morph a little bit more carefully and quickly or quickly into Ethan two, the version of himself. That's better. Right. Yeah. You know, he could just because this person's different doesn't mean you can't, you know, try to become him. Like I said, it's going to take a while be hard, but it's really showing you what the other person wants and what they need. Maybe you can try to do that. Um, everybody just please, please rewind the podcast and go to, to Scott's speech about like how long it takes for change to happen because it was very wise and we all should, you know, like, there we go. Yes. Yes. Um, we could sell that to the great courses plus. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So he, he goes back to the car feeling betrayed because his wife cheated on him with him. (laughs) Yeah. It's messed up, isn't it? It really is because he, he. I mean, presumably he enjoyed the sex he had. Yeah. You know, he must have because he's with a woman who loves him and who is like loving him during the lovemaking. Yeah. You know, right. it, it's real. They're even like talking a yes. little like, I've missed this. I've missed and, this. Yeah. Yes. And like, yeah. So. And it has like no effect on him. It, it's like someone threw a rock at him and it just bounced <laughs> off like the house. <laughs> he has become this thing. Oh, man. You know, life as a house. <laughs> oh, dude. He got Hayden Christensen here. <laughs> did I tell you I found that on DVD at Goodwill and I bought nice, it? Nice, yep. nice. It was after we did our show. Everybody check like, out like episode 147 or thereabouts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, actually. It was. I, I liked that one. Yes, we were very, we actually were pl- like a we little bit impressed. completely down on that episode. Yeah, because um, we loved Hayden Christensen yes, so much. Yes, we do. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, so he goes in and starts talking to Sophie two now like hey i'm not buying any of this bullshit anymore explain to me what's going on yeah like are you a robot a spirit what are you tell me (laughs) (laughs) and like really sophie too like you said hasn't really been in the film too much at this point right um and now she kind of is because he's confronting her hey what the hell's going on yes and she tells him like hey um She's real. What does she say? I don't even she, know how she, they explain it. She's real. Like, she essentially says, look, okay. I am a real person. I'm Sophie. I am married to Ethan. And um, I can't leave this house right, until right now. The reason, like, Ethan was able to leave, or and, and this is why, you know, we're, we're getting there. Like, we're kind of gaining power because, like, you guys, like, uh, Sophie 1 is, is giving herself over to Ethan 2. Right. Which is, like, increasing our strength to leave. But... In the end, only two of us will ever get to leave the property. And there'll be two left. Yes. Right. Ethan one, the real Ethan, and Sophie two, the 
the fake one, I guess, yes, are going to be left behind while the other two run off. Which is like, like Sophie two has real feelings of jealousy about Sophie one. You yeah, know, she just because it was supposed to, her, to be her. Yes, and she's like, you know, full, I'm not letting him leave with her. You yeah. know, um, and what a what a turn. I know, like. Yeah. This is not an explanation I ever saw coming. No way. Because, like, y- you figured that, like, some kind of reveal was coming. But you figured because we spent so much time with, with Ethan, too, it was going to come from him. You had no idea that, like, Sophie, too, has reacted, ha- has not had, like, these these tender moments, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, Ethan, one, won't let it happen. But also because she's kind of just parading around almost in a robotic way. Yep. Um, almost like a Stepford situation Uh, she makes bacon and eggs and she reads and she says okay honey have a great day and now there's this big reveal where she's like saying no we're we're trying we've been trying for i don't know presumably how long have they been there a couple days at least Um, well but like how long have sophie two and oh yeah two have they been there for decades i mean probably from the last time a couple went there yes ted danson sent he's been sending couples here apparently we find that out later like he keeps sending couples here, and oh, this is God. what happens. Right, right. We don't really get an explanation why, right, or actually how it works, which we don't really need that. No, but um, but that's what's happening. Yeah, because your mind kind of like creates something even scarier than what Ted Danson was actually even up to. Right, and no. it's interesting because at the beginning I said he said Ted Dan- Danson tells them people go there and leave dot 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 renewed, <laughs> <laughs> and quite literally, they've. They're renewed into a different person. Yeah. They are a new person, yeah. literally. Um, but it's so weird that that he's sending people here. I guess it is making couples happier because they might be not be realizing what they're doing even. Right. Like that maybe they haven't like dug this deep as Ethan One has. Yes. Or Sophie One has. Yes. Um they just go there, this weird experience happens and they leave happy. I don't know. So, or they get trapped there and then they have to do it and then they leave happy. So I have other, no idea. The other couples that, that we see later in the computer, like they didn't have the, the same kind of ordeal that, that, uh, Ethan and Sophie had. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. That maybe they did. Right. I, I imagine a couple goes there. They meet themselves. Right. Right. I, I imagine it works the same way. Um, but usually like Sophie too explained to us, the people who have been trapped there succeed and they both leave together. It's a team building exercise. It is. You're this right. couple goes here and they have to work together oh to get gosh. out. Yeah, it's an escape room. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! But in this one, uh, Ethan too brought a, a skeleton key and he's getting out on That's his own. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> right. Um, and eventually, after after Sophie too, like you know, makes this this uh, declaration. Um, Ethan one goes back to the house. Uh, to confront Sophie one and then they turn and they see uh, Sophie two and Ethan two. They're all now occupying the same space. They're in the main house. Now. Yes. Uh, the, the number twos have gained enough power to just leave the other building. Yeah. Anytime they want. Right. And there was some interesting stuff where like clothing was going missing. Oh yes. Uh, and they didn't know why. And it was cause Ethan was stealing, you know, Ethan one's clothing. Right. Ethan two was stealing them. Um, and he was making weird phone calls to like Ethan One's mom. Oh, that's right. By the way, on I had to look at I saw in the credits and looked up on IMDb. Mary Steenburgen plays Ethan's mom. Yes, on she the does. phone. Yes, there's a voicemail and it's Mary Steenburgen. Yes, <laughs> um, she is the wife of Ted Danson. 
Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, and uh, I, I actually, forgot about that. I was going to say this for the end, but the, the, the nepotism that fueled this movie is, uh-huh. um, is pretty outrageous. <laughs> I oppose nepotism in all its forms, as you know. I- I'll give it to them because they gave us a great movie. But like Charlie McDowell is the son of Mary Steenburgen and Malcolm McDowell. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Um, she was originally married to Malcolm. Uh, they divorced and they had they had, had children and she eventually married Ted Danson. And the house they're using here, this this amazing property in Ojai, is the real home of Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen. No. Yeah. Really? This is just how they live. Fuck them. <laughs> Wait, so do you think that they, they had doppelgangers? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, Malcolm McDowell's, like, trapped in this hut in the backyard? <laughs> His you know, spirit? Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. <laughs> wow. You know, and it's so crazy to me to, 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 to picture, like, Alexander DeLarge yes. with Mary Steenburgen. I know, right? You know, it doesn't I, feel like they could even exist I was going to say, world. I think Ted Danson looks like a better fit. He does, yeah. yes. It yeah. seems like a, 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 a real pairing. Yeah. You know, the other one was kind of like, what, really? They're both real... Like tall and yeah. beautiful, yes. you know. Yes, McDowell, not really that much. <laughs> but I'd He's rather hang out with Malcolm. Handsome. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Absolutely, I'd like <laughs> to hear. Uh, I would love. To, I like to hear Malcolm's career stories much more than Ted Danson's. Uh, yes, Ted Danson. Ted's had a great career, but he's not Malcolm McDowell. You're just gonna sit there and be like, "So, uh, what was it like on Clockwork Orange?" <laughs> right, like the whole much. time, pretty much, <laughs> exactly. I, uh, yeah, I mean, and if even I, if I got to like talk to Charlie McDowell, be like, "What's it like being son of If?" <laughs> son of If, yes. Oh my God, that's I w- amazing. I would pester him all day. Son of If <laughs> is such a a very precise joke. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh shit. Um but um yeah. So they're all four together now. Right. Um yeah. And Ethan too kind of takes charge. Mm-hmm. He's the uh the handsome, fun-loving, you know, leader of the group. Hey, we're all going to hang out and have dinner and play cards and have the best time ever, you know? If if the whole world could just behave like like he's acting in this moment, like just being cool and inviting and like including everyone, mm-hmm. and he's planning a perfect evening, he puts on a record, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, and he cooked a, a nutritious meal. Yeah, you know, like, here's here's the menu, and here we're gonna play this game, and then we're gonna play that, uh, and then we're gonna do this. Yes, you know, and I got this great wine, and then yeah, and he's now sitting like at the corner of the table yes. next to. Sophie won, and it's just putting the moves on, like, nonstop. I know. They, they both are. Yeah. They're flirting openly yeah. in front of their partners. Um, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's wild of, to watch. I'm like, really? Like, we all kind of know what's happening, like, right. and how everyone is feeling. All the characters know how each other is feeling, and yet they're still doing this. Right. Like, right in the open. Right. Ah. Oh. And, like, um... We were talking earlier about, you know, how there's only two, there's only two actors and, and, you know, mm-hmm. four characters, two actors, um, and how kind of intimate all this feels. Yeah. And you could really make this into something static and could feel like a filmed play, mm-hmm. you know, because there's only one set too. Yeah. Um, well, I guess two, if you count both, both houses, but like, um, it's not that way. It's very expansive. And in this moment too, like you really see filmmaking techniques on display because like, uh, the two actors are 
on screen together. It's all four people, and it and it, it's uh, you can't really tell where the right. divide is. Like it, it's it's totally covered up. It's a great special effect, and it's. I like how they have both Sophie's on one side yeah. and both Ethan's on one side. Yeah. Because you could easily put a pair on one side and the other and just split it down yep, the middle. Of right? course. But right. it's like, they're both on the left. They're both on the right. They, they, it, they just it shot It makes it even harder for them to shoot that. Degree of difficulty was like, yeah, let's do it this yeah. way. You know? I think it was a wise choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, because the way they're sitting, Ethan one is basically facing Sophie one almost yeah like so it's not like he's sitting to the side while she's looking away he's like staring straight at her yeah while she's flirting with the other Ethan <laughs> and he's getting more and more <laughs> irate but but he's like internalizing it and just kind of like uh playing with his food almost and mm-hmm. um yeah. you know he doesn't blow up at Ethan too um he's just like staring at him like right. you know you son of a bitch yeah and Eventually, he does challenge him to a game of cards. Like we're we're doing one on one. Yeah. Like he he says something like, uh, like you guys suck at cards or something. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's Ethan and Ethan two and Sophie one playing flirty cards together. It, it was. And yes. He, he's tired of it, so he says something. You know, under his breath. You know, and Ethan two is like, hey, well, you can't say anything if you're not going to play. And then they play one on one. Yeah, and they're, it's like the face off between the two of them. Like, <laughs> who's the better man, right? right. And Ethan too, of course, is like the guy who won't stop talking about how he's good at your reads yeah. and good at finding how you're going to reveal your if you're bluffing or not. Yep, he won't shut up about it. He's he's talking through the whole thing. He never stops. Just, oh yeah, I, I see you got like you know your, your your knee is kind of bouncing up and down. I mean, you must just be restless leg syndrome or something like that. It's probably not your actual tell. Yeah. But you know, uh, and then he reveals what what I guess Ethan one's tell was, which yeah. is he pushes his glasses up. Yep. You know, and he, he's so self assured of himself. Oh and, yeah. And cocky. Yeah. And he's doing it intentionally to prove that he's the better man. Yep. Um. And he wins cards. He he beats him with an ace. Right. Exactly. That's all he had. <laughs> yep. You know. And um and it's weird too because like Ethan Ethan won when he when he shows his cards he doesn't like kind of go oh damn it and I lost he just like puts him down almost like he's given up like he's been defeated yes yeah he's taking it you yep. know yeah and Ethan one says like well yeah congratulations you're a great liar yeah because you bluffed or yep. whatever right. And Ethan too says, "Well, you're a pretty decent liar yourself." <laughs> and then Elizabeth yeah. Moss is like, "What? Here it comes. Here <laughs> it comes." One, yep. Uh, changes her tune. She's not happy anymore, and she right. looks right at him. And it's revealed that he pretended to be Ethan too, and then they tricked her into having sex with him in in the guest house. Um, yeah, it it's. It sucks. You know, when it happened, you, you understood that it was like, that it was bad. And, and, you know, but and, like, and was it, was his intent to actually get laid? I don't know if it was. It wasn't. It just, yeah. that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. But like when, when, when this scene happens and like they explain it like that, you kind of yeah. go, oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, boy, this really, Ethan that really too was says, bad. First, he betrayed you by sleeping with someone else. Then he betrayed you by sleeping with you. That's, oh, that's a. Tough sentence to hear. Yeah, Ooh, it is. Man. And and it's a real checkmate. Too, <laughs> yes. You know? Right, yeah. I called your bluff and I just castled your king. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real thing or not. 
but uh, it happened. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, chess. <laughs> um, they could have played chess in the movie, I guess. I, I can't believe they didn't. Yeah. I mean, like, that would have been, like, I, I guess it would have taken a little taken longer. It would have taken too much time. Right. Playing yeah. one hand of five-card stud was, like, a little bit easier. Yes, to, it know. was. Yeah. I mean, it's a low-budget film. Let's, right. Let's make it easy. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, you could have had a quick chess match where, you know, Ethan 2 takes him in five. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's something true. like that. I know. Yeah, that's right. It, like, <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, and, yeah, and, and even, like... Before this happened too, there was a there was a great scene between the Sophies in in the kitchen. Yeah, um, where they're kind of playing nice. Yes. Yeah. And then by the end of it, they're not playing nice. Not at all. You know, it's just like full on. I remember like one point, uh, Sophie two had said, "Oh, I, I love your hair like that. It's so I, I love that blouse." And then Sophie yeah. one was like, "I love your hair like that. It's so cute." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no more compliments. It's over. Yeah. You know, the gloves are off. She like Sophie one brings in like the wine glasses. Or- yeah. Like plates or something, and Sophie too is like, oh well, yeah, I'll do them. Like, hey, thanks, yeah, being all nice. And then at the end, they're kind of like, just like daggering each other, right? Right. And Sophie too is like, actually, why don't you do the dishes? (laughs) And leaves the room. I was like, oh man, (laughs) mic drop. I know, dude. It's great. And she even like, like, I think she takes a sip of wine as she's leaving. Oh yeah, they're sharing the rest of the bottle. Yes, that's right. Oh, so good. Yeah, she's like, you know what? Fuck you. I see what you're doing to my man. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. So this is this is the moment when Ethan finds out about like all the other couples who have come and Ted Danson has been sending them there, mm-hmm. right? Yep. He finds the computer with all the files and um there's actually people <laughs> saying like I am Ethan and I am Sophie or whatever. Yeah. And their voices are changing like like the face off modulator. Yes, you it know? is exactly. <laughs> you get Mark Duplass saying, I can eat a peach for hours. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so Sophie too like tells him like, hey, they're 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 gonna leave. Like yeah. we gotta do something about it, you know. Um and they're gonna go for a hike, apparently. And they trick Sophie two tricks Sophie one into giving her like the same clothing as her. Yes. And now they're dressed the same and it's hard to tell them apart. Right. Which is a very wise idea, I guess. (laughs) Um, It's a good gambit. It's a good, good gambit. It could backfire though, right? Yes, it could. Yes. Um, And then Ethan one sneaks in the window to talk to Sophie one like, hey, you know, I love you. This is where he actually pours his heart out for real and like says like I'm I'm sorry I'm not him but I'll I'll try to be a better version of me and I'll be there for you and I'm sorry for what I did and he actually like puts it all out there like which is what he needed to do ages ago yeah. and he finally did because it's come to this breaking point right um and Ethan too kind of realizes what's happening and he starts banging on the bathroom door to try to get in and he takes a real kind of villainous turn here yes, where it's he like okay so Ethan too is horrible yes he even like uh then engages in a physical fight with with ethan right yeah which is a bizarre thing to watch you get an ethan v ethan yes because like (laughs) think about like fighting yourself yeah you know what that would be like um like you know this guy's whole move set right you know and i imagine ethan two has some good moves yeah ethan one probably not right (laughs) and and then actually ethan one does that like bum rush on him like yeah he, he does he 
it's not a good idea to instantly put your head into someone's headlock position. I mean, good lord. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Th- th- that is, uh, that's questionable You're going to get tactics. DDT'd immediately. I mean, y- you know, yes. <laughs> Obviously, yes. I don't want to be even flowed, like, in the first minute no, of the match. No, right? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to be a little smarter. Yeah. Um, and... But I guess that's kind of like that. That is yeah, the story of Ethan One's life is that he would in a physical fight, right? Instead of like kind of hanging back, he'd like put all his momentum into one move, right? I'm just know? gonna push you against the wall with my shoulder. I mean, what is, I don't know. How, what's the plan? There's no good plan, right? Because you can't get any offense, right? You're bent over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All this guy's got to do is like knee you in the gut. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right? you're vulnerable in about five different places. Yep. yep. Right. Um, there's probably like a steel chair laying there too. He can get like, <laughs> you know, just slammed on. I can't. Every like, time. Quote the Raven nevermore. <laughs> every time. I do, exactly. <laughs> every time I see that happening, I, I just think of like, you know, shattered glass happening. Yeah. And then someone's music coming in from out of nowhere. Right. Yep. And then trying to explain to a non-wrestling fan <laughs> why this is happening. Sophie you know? two's holding like a, a made up like billboard sign <laughs> in the yes, crowd. Yes, exactly. Like, yep. Yeah. Three sixteen. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It says Sophie is war or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so in the tussle, um, I guess Ethan two kind of wins. Yes. Like they don't really much doesn't happen. Right. Because right? the, the Sophies but, are like saying, "Hey, stop!" Yes. Yeah, you know, they break it up right. and. And Ethan two is like, "Hey, come on, Sophie, let's go!" And she wants nothing to do with him now because right. she realizes he sucks. Right. Um, and he's like, screw this. And he starts running. He's like, I'm just going to leave. You know, what's stopping me now? I got the power, I guess. And he runs to the fr- front gate of the compound they're in. Yeah. Ted Danson's compound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the real Ted Danson. Right. <laughs> it, it actually is. Ted Danson that's, won. That's the crazy <laughs> yeah, part of it. Right, is is yeah. that like, yes, he is the phantom menace of this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but Ethan one starts chasing him down because you know, they don't know what's going to happen. Like, he might get out or something. Yeah. So he's going to try to stop him. And he gets really far and then hits an invisible wall. And you get, like, a good, like, barong. Right. And, you know, a ripple effect in the air. Yes, exactly. Um, and he falls down, like, motionless on the ground. Right. Imagine running into a brick wall at full speed. Yeah, yep. that's what happened. Yep. Yeah. And and before the, the, the escape, there was a key scene, too, between... Um, Ethan two and what he thought was Sophie one. Yes. Um, and he was talking to her and saying, you know, let's go. It's, it's you and me. And he kisses her and he realizes he's not kissing. Yeah. Sophie one. Because Elizabeth Moss is incredible at acting. And yeah. like, as soon as the lips touch, like <laughs> yes. her face, her, she frowns basically yeah. and starts crying. Yeah. Tears. While Mark Duplass is pressed against her lips. And it's like, oh, man, that was not good, dude. I, I don't uh, think I've ever seen that. Yeah. Like uh, someone, someone, like you said, they're uh, frowning as they kissed and like actual, like she starts tearing up yeah. while their lips are locked. Yeah. You know, um, it's, yeah, she's great. It's awesome. And he realizes the jig is up. Yep. And then that's when he goes up yes. and bangs on the door. But yeah. Right. So um, 
he, he I guess he's not getting out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's lying there motionless. And, and why do you think that happened? Is it because they have to leave together? Well, is that maybe why? Yeah, yeah, probably so. Because like, if the rule is that two people can leave, then you have to, I guess, turn your keys at the same time. Yeah. And if he's like just sprinting off the property and leaving everybody behind, then yeah, the the whatever like invisible dome is going to cut him off. Right. Yeah. That um, makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. Uh. Now. Ethan one stands up and looks at Sophie one and Sophie two and they're identical. It's a chilling shot. Yes. Because you realize the implications here. Yep. Who is who they're dressed the same. It's the same actress. Um, you don't know which one is which, by the um, way, you can't lose choosing well, Elizabeth Moss or Elizabeth yeah, Moss. It is. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> but he kind of looks at one, looks at the other, and says, like, okay, and he grabs one of them and runs off. The one who smiles at him. Yes. The one on the left, like, gives yeah. this smile. And, like, the first time I saw it, I knew. You knew. I knew, knew right then that this, this not... smile was malevolent. Okay. And, like, how did Ethan One not pick up on this? You know? Because he is arrogant, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Because he's always right? I don't know. That's right. Because he, he hasn't learned anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he grabs her uh, and leaves the other Sophie, like, tending to Ethan, too, on the ground as they drive away. And, and the other and the other Sophie just, like, stares at him, doesn't, doesn't yeah, make I, any moves to, like, you know, chase him down. Yeah. Um, she's kind of, like, just accepting of it. Which I think is appropriate, though, because both of the Sophies cared for Ethan too, right? Yes. So depending on which one he picked, I think they might have a similar reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then it kind of like cuts to black in the next day, next week. I, who knows how long it's been, right? right. Uh, for probably a few days. Actually, they go to Ted Danson's office and find out it's abandoned, <laughs> yes. which I don't really get that. <laughs> right. But that's a weird thing. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I mean like, the, the the files on the computer said that this has happened hundreds of times. Yeah. So it wasn't a thing where like Ted Danson was like, you know, okay, kidnap these people and then put them in a vortex and then skip and then we'll skip town. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's, I don't know. Maybe he does skip town. It's possible. Maybe yeah. he moves from town to town. Well, and sends everyone to the same place. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And and I guess this is where we could talk about my theory, which is like, obviously everybody, this is not anything groundbreaking, but it occurred to me that maybe... The way Ethan 2 and Sophie 2 got into the vortex was because of Ethan 1's infidelity, essentially. Like, it's such a massive sin cheating on your spouse Mm -hmm. that the universe punishes the cheater and the other person. Ah. And, like, your sentence is this purgatory that only Ted Danson can unlock. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) or whoever your real-life Ted Danson is. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cra- <laughs> yep. So cheers. Yes. <laughs> the bar. He has the keys. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. And the universe I, I, is like cruel enough that the cheater escapes, you know. I kind of like it. Okay. Um, Ted Danson is kind of like a, a gatekeeper yeah. to the purgatory. Yeah. Um, interesting and maybe he can almost a grim reaper type character yeah exactly he he like maybe he or he's he leads you to the ferryman yeah he's like charon yes yeah interesting yeah okay ted danson 
you're pretty deep on this one. Yeah, exactly. He's, um, yeah. <laughs> by the way, his character's name is Therapist. Yes. <laughs> Dude, yeah. You know, Charlie McDowell could have given his stepdad a name in the film. Screw that. <laughs> Didn't cast Malcolm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah. And and I, I don't know why he's not there. He just isn't. All that's left is a piano. They were playing on at the beginning to yes. try to be in tune with each there other. There was some exercise you made yeah. him do, yeah. Um, and then we see, like, the next day or two or whenever, and they're f- having fun flirting in bed, right. you know, like a, a, a couple that's freshly in love. Yeah. And Sophie says, hey, you know, how about I just go make us breakfast? And Ethan says, okay, sounds good. And she says, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to make uh, uh, bacon and eggs. And... <laughs> Mark Duplass gets this look on his face. He's sitting on the edge of the bed, and he's he's kind of like, "Oh shit." Uh huh. Um, Sophie one hates when I eat bacon. She she would never make bacon. Right. This is Sophie two. I took the wrong woman yep. with me. Yep. Um, and he sits there for a moment, and then he kind of like goes, "Eh," and stands up and walks, you know, towards the camera and fade to black. That's pretty, pretty scary. Yeah. You know, that, that he is like, I know, like you said, it takes him a minute to accept it, but it's a minute. Yeah. The, it, the shot is fairly long. Yeah. Yeah. And when he does accept it, like, I don't know if like day two is he's going to just eat the bacon and eggs and then kind of secretly steal away and go try to rescue Sophie one. Um, I don't know. I don't buy that at all. And yeah. Is he, he just like going to like live now forever with, with Sophie two? Is that what he's doing? I think that's what's going to happen. We've already talked about how he really hasn't learned much from right. this experience. Right. He's still going to be that, like, up his own ass, like yes. we said. He's, yes. I wouldn't classify him as, like, a complete narcissist or anything, right. but he's kind of full of himself yeah, a little is. bit. He, yeah, He wants to be right all the time. Um, and now he has like a new start with an ideal version of his wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. He never really explored it too far, you know, when he was at the retreat, but he saw how Sophie one was behaving with that one and how Ethan two was behaving. Like maybe this is something he thinks going to be better. Quote unquote. Right. Uh, and he's too much of a wimp to go do anything about it to fix it. Do you think he'll confront Sophie two? I think he'll address it, but okay. not like reject it. Okay. Be like, hey, we can, uh, you know. Yeah. You, you mimicked my wife pretty well. So uh, <laughs> yes. what, what if she just started turning into the other person she was before, though? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming it was a different person and kind of formed into Sophie. Right. So I don't know. I guess this has never happened before, right? Where the wrong couple's left. That's this is a first, so, yeah. yeah. And maybe that's what what did in Ted Danson's you know office. Maybe oh, yeah, that's maybe why that's, the whole thing blew up. Oh yeah, because you know? he's not turning in the right number of souls yes, or something. That's right? Yeah. Exactly, dude. Yes, that's right. The soul man. His ledger is off. Is off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. I, yeah. I like that theory. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we. I think that's part of it. Yeah, okay. big time. Yeah, and so now he gets uh bacon and eggs made for him every day from an idealistic version of elizabeth moss not yeah, too bad not, yeah i guess yeah, he, he came out all right I, yeah. end, I guess in some ways yeah he's doing okay um but holy crap wow yeah and I mean, that's the end of the movie it's kind of like wow uh-huh 
Uh, didn't see that coming. Yes. You can kind of see it coming, but uh, <laughs> it came. Yeah, it exactly. Yeah. Right. And and I mean, like, the, the, the ending, too, I mean, like, where, where you have the two Sophies, like, looking at, at Ethan, like, in that moment, I knew how it was going to end. And yeah. it's not like, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just that, like, it was... It was predictable in a good way. I was yeah, like, right. yeah, I know he's going to, I know that like, you know, Sophie too is going to trick him into leaving. Right. You know? They could have, they could have ended it this way or it would have worked just as well as if it was kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Do they know who they're with? Yes. Like, is it actually them or not? We right. don't know. Right. Um, I think either way works really well. Yeah. I don't think I would like as much if it was really the true Sophie and Ethan. I don't think I would like it as much, but we all know I like bleak things. So oh, yeah, well, yeah. And, and I mean, I think that the, in this case, the Charbonneau ending is like necessary because like it's the only way that you could like, uh, kind of resolve the conflict is is that you know in the end he he got he got kind of what he wanted and Sophie did too, but they just it was the opposite right. of like you know they don't they don't know for what reason they got what they want because like over in the vortex sophie one has what uh, she wanted yeah ethan two is there you know man it's interesting yeah so it's it's really weird because it's almost like they didn't want each other they they should just got divorced maybe right? right instead right but the only way they could realize it was by staying with each other yeah. in a weird kind of I guess it's a dimensional shift way. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess so. They're maybe, not really with each other. They're not really no, together. They're definitely not. They, yeah. they 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 took up with other people. You know, <laughs> yes, it's weird. Dude. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's we've praised it tons, and th- this is such a unique script. Yes, like I don't think it got any kind of awards. I mean, I, I think it won some like independent type yes. of awards, but. Um, this is truly an original screenplay. Yes. And and like this is like one of the best movies I've seen that like had no kind of award buzz or no kind of even like it was a critical darling obviously but right, like yeah. that that it's and it's still talked about today, you know, years later and amazingly enough like people don't reveal they they're not going on social media talking out of school, right. you know. Yeah. Like it, it won uh, best ind- or it was nominated at the Saturn Awards for best independent film. Okay, so that's like the science fiction awards, everybody. Yes. So at least it got that. Like the Saturn's like not huge, but that's a big deal. The no, Saturns it's, are it's a big well deal known. for the genre. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and also that like you have a, a movie that that has two people in it is a science fiction film. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And there's no spaceships. It, it, <laughs> right. It, you know. <laughs> it's Ted Danson's pool. <laughs> Literally, that's what it is. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So good. Yep. (laughs) All right, Dave. Anything else? Um, a couple things. Uh, the 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 word beachy that we've been using a lot, you know, and that they use here. When she first said it, now this is going to be unique only to me and like a couple of our listeners that I know of. (laughs) Um, in the Amish and Mennonite community. Uh, one of the uh, offshoots of conservative Mennonitism is like colloquially named Beachy Amish. Um, it's named after its founders. You know, okay. my my grand my uh, paternal grandmother's maiden name was Beachy, um, and it's an anglicized version of like uh, you know uh, a German name. Yeah, you know, uh, one of those Ellis Island chop jobs that they had. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, but. Uh, 
a name of like an offshoot of, of an Amish sect is Beachy Amish. You know? Interesting. Yes. That's interesting. So, exactly. It has totally different meaning for me. <laughs> um, and the other thing too about Elizabeth Moss is like, this is the second time she's played like a dark version of herself in a movie. Um, in Jordan Peele's Us, her and Tim Heidecker are like oh the gosh. evil couple, like that the get cursed, yep. you know? Um, and she gets to like, you know, just kind of parade around with an ax and like, you know, come after a uh, Lupita Nyong'o. You yep. know, it's yeah. So cool. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh man. Oh dude. So, uh, would you recommend this movie? Uh, yes, I would. Uh, yes, ab- absolutely. This is a fantastic movie and everybody check out the, uh, the rest of the work of Mark Duplass. Yeah. Um, he is quite a filmmaker, quite an actor, quite a writer, everything. Check out creep. <laughs> if you want to see a, a very well done micro budget horror film yes um and and it'll uh it'll, it also goes in ways you won't expect it to go so make sure you watch it in the afternoon oh you man. know <laughs> i would say i would dare say watch it alone in the dark dude like i did dude I, that that's the, I, I uh i'm in awe of you right now because i would never have made it you know yeah yeah uh well you're here. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm standing. <laughs> I would definitely recommend this. Um, anything Duplass, anything Moss, yes. check it out. Yes. Uh, you got to go with it. Um, this this is a dynamite film. I've been wanting to talk about it forever, and I'm, right. I'm glad we finally got a chance to. Absolutely, man. All right, so that wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. It gets more dudes listening to the dudes, and you can go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yep, and we're on Facebook, Blue Sky, and Instagram. Look for Dudes on Movies, and our email address is dudesonmovies at gmail.com. That's right, and Dave, we have a question of the week. What is the question of the week? Uh, What are the best movies featuring a very small cast? Uh Uh-huh, and stay tuned next week when we discuss 1988's The Last Temptation of Christ. Christ, directed by Martin Scorsese and starring Willem Dafoe and Barbara Hershey. So until next week, I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave. And we'll see you next time.